Welcome to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Wong, and I'm so thrilled that you're here. This is a place where you'll be guided to living your most aligned life so that your truest, most radiant self can emerge. We'll be jamming on topics ranging from spirituality, entrepreneurship, to wellness and lifestyle design, and everything in between that can support you to grow, evolve, and shine, all the while not taking ourselves too seriously. So if you're ready to step into your leadership, break through limiting beliefs, own all of who you are, and expand in abundance, grab yourself your faith cup of tea, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Sacred Emergence Podcast. It is Michelle Wong, and welcome to part two of lessons that I've learned from making the leap of living abroad. Last week, or last episode, I talked about some of the lessons that I've really sat down with and have come through. So if you want to pick up on the lessons from last week, give it a listen. Um, But before I dive in, it's so crazy because when you hear this, this is dropping at the end of May, so May 31st, um, and later this week, I'll be on my way to Indonesia uh, with the vision of going to Bali. So I had to do a five-day quarantine in Jakarta uh, for five days, and then I have to get a separate flight to go from Jakarta to Denpasar, which is in Bali. Um, and then from there, I'll be looking for my my villa that I'll be staying more for long term. And it's like, it's just so crazy. Like literally this past month, I've been integrating a lot of the lessons and the journey that I've I've gone through so far and also like also in the moment right Mexico is an incredible incredible country um I loved my time here in Playa del Carmen it's been really chill and um so I felt like it was a it was a great stepping stone to start my adventures because I was getting really impatient back home and um And now that I'm in Mexico for over a month, it's been such a dream. So I wanted to continue to talk about the lessons that I've gleaned. And I wrote like top 10 this. I don't know if it was top 10, but I wrote 10 lessons that came to mind when I really sat down. Um, So I wanted to talk about maybe this is lesson four or lesson five. I really lost count uh, based off where I was last week. But let's say lesson three. Four. Let's just say four. So one of the things is know that whenever you follow a big dream, there's going to be resistance and there's times when you're going to want to quit. I know that for me, it wasn't like I wanted to quit, but it was maybe for me, it was like, well, maybe not now. Maybe I should just wait a little longer. Maybe I should wait when the world opens back up or, you know, when things are going to get a little bit easier, when you know, I have more clarity, like all the things, not clarity, but just like, just wait a little longer. Um, And that was why I almost signed a one-year lease for my apartment in Seattle, like a new apartment in Seattle. And um, I'm so glad I didn't. I'm so glad I didn't. That was, um, I made that decision to possibly say yes. And I actually gave my deposit um, to hold the apartment I made that out of both a logical decision and a just-in-case decision, but I knew that it actually wasn't in alignment with my heart. Um, but I was in so much resistance 
around like it's not happening necessarily the way on my timing <laughs> and the way that I want it to look that I was getting really frustrated really just like something needed to shift and maybe by just shifting my surroundings and my living situation it would actually give me a little boost um, but ironically enough it was making that decision of okay I'm I'm feeling a lot of resistance and like a part of me just wants to like, okay, let's just wait, not now. So it's not going to happen soon enough. It's not going to happen during the time I wanted to. So maybe I'll just pause, which is nothing wrong with that if it actually feels in alignment. Um, pause and then shift into a new living space. So at least as a change of energy. So that was my rationale behind signing a one-year lease, even though a one-year lease locks me down for a whole year. <laughs> and so one of the pieces is knowing that you are going to hit resistance when you're following your big dreams and um, don't quit. And the don't quit piece obviously is relative to whatever's happening. Um, but this is one of the things where I'm so glad that I just waited out, waited it out. And um, and really at the end of the day, I was like, well, I'm going to follow my heart and what my heart wants. Um, and it's weird, like when I'm close, when I'm making a decision, once I'm on this path of making a decision, it can get sucked in, right? I can get sucked in. And so one of the pieces of when I was looking at the apartment, it just got more, it just felt more and more real because I checked it out. I really liked it. Um, it was a really good price in a great neighborhood. I've been eyeing this apartment for a while and a spot actually opened. The price was good. Uh, they accepted my application based on my income and I was like so happy to hear that my business income would give me um, the quick, the capacity to rent and I was like whoa like I would have like like that was a dream that um, I didn't think would necessarily happen in the time frame that I wanted it and so there are a lot of things that were just leading me to like, yeah, this could be another possibility, um, which leads me to lesson, I guess, four and a half, which I might have talked about previously, but I wanted to reiterate of how important it is to really trust your human design's authority, um, like trust leaning into your authority of of what really feels good for you. You know, a lot of times logic will want to kick in. Um, in human design, my authority, how I'm really meant to make decisions is my ego authority, which is really my heart's desires. Um, and obviously, human design isn't your authority. You are your own authority, and it's tapping into the truth, to the wisdom that really feels in alignment for you. And I've been playing, and I've been really leaning into my heart's desires, and sometimes because the heart's desire is is more subtle like I really have to talk it out or just like there's moments where it's not always clear that's where speaking out my desire is just speaking things out to kind of start processing so that it can bypass my logic and then get to the truth and so for me it is an experiment of what is my my heart's desire what does she really really want and sometimes it's like oh, well I don't know what she really wants in this moment you know, but once I start saying something out loud, then I get a sense of, oh yeah, this is it. And so that's how I came to the decision now, because I did pay my uh, partial deposit. You know, everything was pretty much all systems go until like a few days 
after a few days before I was meant to actually like sign my lease, give the rest of my deposit, a few days before that was meant to happen, there was discussion and talks, rumors <laughs> that um, Indonesia was in fact reopening its uh, doors for certain visas. And I was like, oh my gosh, like it's happening. It's actually happening. So that means I shouldn't take this lease. But because I was already so close to signing it and already my mind was like halfway to making up that decision, like making up my mind for that decision, it's like, okay, I need to repivot. So sometimes things like that will happen. And a lot of people will say you're getting tested from the universe. I actually don't take that perspective. I actually feel like if I decided to sign that one-year lease, um, it would have been a different situation. Uh, it doesn't mean I wouldn't have traveled, but the way that I traveled would have been a little bit different in how I would navigate it. Um, and I'm really for ultimate freedom, <laughs> right? I think, I think at the end of the day, what I wouldn't mind is having so much income coming in that I definitely have a home base that I know, yeah, I'm traveling around the world. And at the same time, I have like a permanent place I can always settle back into. This is my home and it's got my stuff. I don't have to pack things up, put it in storage. These are my belongings. I'm making enough wealth and income to be able to have that type of lifestyle where, yep, I can take a year, can travel maybe two years. Um, and knowing that I have a beautiful home um, that is housing my belongings. And I love that as well. Um, but earlier this year, I'm just not ready for that at this moment, right? So anyway, this is, you know, less than four and four and a half is there's, there is going to be times of resistance where if things don't happen on your own timing, um, maybe you'll hit some walls and you'll get frustrated and you want to just, you know, throw in the towel and quit. Keep at it. Keep at it. Keep at it. And at the same time, part four B is leaning into your, your authority, how you're really meant to make decisions, um, and play with it, experiment with it. I mean, you until you play with your human design's uh, authority, you're never going to really know. Um, and, you know, the logic can be so strong, like I've said earlier. We all know this. Um, sometimes when I work with clients, sometimes they, they have a hard time with it. Like, oh, you know, this is how I was taught to really trust my logic. And sometimes um, I've been taught not to follow my intuition and my gut like it's, it's been so like conflicting. And at the end of the day, we won't really know until we really lean in. Um, and sometimes even when we lean in the decision, the outcome might not be a hundred percent of what we were expecting and that's okay. But I'm telling you right now, I feel like my heart feels so relieved, so happy that I said no to the lease, even going through all that, it was worth, you know, paying the 250 deposit and the $40 application, like all of that. It was so worth going through just so I know what it feels like when I'm going against my heart's desires and tapping back into, okay, what is it that I really want? If like no one is influencing me, if there's no pressure of any sort, what would I really, really choose? Um, and it had to come down to that and the truth came through. I remember that moment so clearly when I was brushing my teeth that night and I was like, okay, what, what's going on? Like, what would I really want? And then 
my heart just spoke and it was like, no, we cannot take this apartment. Like, just let it go. It's not a big deal. Like, just let's travel. Let's go. Like, whatever happens, like, let's just apply for the visa application. Like, whatever happens, just trust. And my heart just knew. And then at that moment, I was like, okay, yep, let's, let's just go ahead and, you know, release the lease. Okay, so there's that. Um, and then lesson five, which I already hinted at, is be flexible. It might not be how it looks. So Mexico was never part of the plan. And I've mentioned that before. Mexico was never part of the plan. I actually don't have that much experience with Mexico from before I arrived. So I don't really know about, like, I don't really know. I've only been to border town Mexico, close to California. So my experience with it... Um, it wasn't the real experience, so to speak. Um, so I'm so grateful that I gave Mexico a chance. It was really like coming into the country was easy. I didn't have to do any quarantines. I didn't need to get a visa. I didn't need to do any, I could just come in. <laughs> and that really allowed me to, once I was like, okay, I have the flight booked, let's do this, everything else just started to flow. Everything else just started to flow. Um, and I shared, like, the day I was moving out of my apartment, I got my visa for Bali, right? My intention for Mexico was to be here up to six months while I waited for my visa for Bali. And I was getting so, you know, impatient <laughs> with, like, I've already applied and it's been over a month and the government still has its doors closed and I actually applied for my visa too early. It wasn't actually open. You know, it's one of those things where I put my energy in by paying for the visa. I trusted, even though it wasn't based on my timing. Let me just take a sip of water. And I pivoted. I was like, okay, well, where can I go? Where can I go? Um, and so that was actually really magical because once I was like, okay, let's go to Mexico, I had a game plan. So it was a lot easier for me to start packing things up in boxes, start dusting, you know, pulling out the suitcase, start cleaning off and dusting it off. Um, let's start, you know, looking for moving companies. Like I was now in action because I had a, I had a motivation, right? Versus like pie in the sky sometime in the future. It felt really weird for me to start packing, even though like I, I need some of the stuff and it's like, I'm going to have boxes in the middle of the way. Like it just like, it was a lot easier if I had something to work towards. So be flexible, uh, be flexible, be flexible, be flexible. And I'm so glad that um, I hired my friend, uh, Vivi Doms, who have interviewed her for my podcast, because it was her idea. She's like, okay, well, um, given that you're still waiting for the visa for Indonesia, why don't we explore other places for you to travel to that might be easier? Um, that way, as you're waiting for your visa, you could still be traveling and you'll be happier. She's like, you'll be happier because your energy is like more stuck right now. Like it's just more stagnant uh, where you are. So let's change it up a bit. So that was the vibe. And I'm so grateful that um, I hired Vivi to really just like, I hired her just to like help me with Indonesia stuff, like when, when the time came. But um, it was so good to have her in my back pocket and I still have her in my back pocket. So I definitely recommend Vivi. Um, and let's see what else. So that was um, hiring, hiring like 
guidance, hiring support, definitely recommend that. That would be uh, lesson number, where are we? Lesson number six, okay, so lesson number six. So lesson number four is know that there's going to, that there's going to be resistance and you'll want to quit, but don't. Uh, 4B, so four and a half, would be to really um, follow your authority. And then lesson five is be flexible, and lesson six is hire support. So that was a game changer for me. And she was the one who was like, okay, well, maybe we should re-explore Thailand. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, Thailand is way too, it's even more complicated than Bali. <laughs> She's like, okay, well, where else would you be open to? Like, there's, there's always Mexico. And I was like, ooh, let's revisit Mexico. Um, and it's been super fun. Like, I've met amazing people here. Um, just this past weekend, I got a chance to hang out with a new friend who ironically is from Seattle, but we met in Mexico. Like, that's when we first met in Mexico. And we've had similar mentors in the past. So weird. Um, and, you know, she's also a coach. Um, so she showed me around other places in the area and I was like, oh my God, like this is amazing. And so it, it just expands who we are, expands our experiences. Um, so I'm just so grateful for my time here. Um, and like those were the three lessons that I wanted to share, the three and a half lessons. Um, but I've also been integrating this month and, you know, really coming back to my own self. Really, now that I'm here and traveling, I have, I have a lot more space, right? There are days where I'm like, okay, like I'm just going to chill today. I don't have a lot on my plate. Um, so what am I going to do with myself? And then just playing with rest, playing with, um, with being bored and doing nothing and just sitting here in my own presence, right? Um, there's so much guilt around not doing. Like there's so much guilt around just resting, and we do not need to do something and then rest as a reward. Rest gets to be its own thing. And rest is something so beautiful. And I've, I've had the chance, the opportunity to rest in the past month and a half. And it feels really, really good. Um, there's a little bit of guilt with resting two weekends ago because I was shooting myself. Um, and then once I really like, sometimes life brings us opportunities to really like sit with, um, and just feeling the discomfort of feeling guilty of resting and being like, why do I even feel like this? You know? And so really like integrating back to my own self. And now it's like when I rest, it feels so good because I realize that it's, it's this pressure somehow of conditioning that, we're, we're not supposed to be resting. Resting is only after you've worked really hard uh, to take a break. And then after you rest, you get back into it. And rest is where our power lies, especially as women, because rest gives us this chance to really be in the void, be in the unknown and return back to ourselves. Um, and so in June, which is, you know, this, the, almost this month, um, we are going to play with restorative rest, power, and really tapping into starting to really look at the layers of our conditioning through human design. Um, it's, going to, it's going to be super fun. We're going to do it through the Unfolding Membership. And um, it's, it's going, like, I'm still putting the pieces together, but the more I'm tapping into it, a lot of it is 
you know, what, with what I share and the tools that I bring in, I do it with the participants because I create programs in a way where it's like, it's not just benefiting the participants. Like I've done it now I'm going to create a course for you to do it. Um, I'm in it with everybody. I'm in it with everybody. And there's so much to be said about uh, going through the experience together versus, you know, I've done it, now I'm going to lead everybody and tell people what to do. It's a very different energy. And that's how I like to, how I like to work because it's real time, it's real. We get to share the experiences together and then we elevate. So that's happening in the Unfolding membership. Um, so if you're interested in joining us, please do. I'll share a link in the show notes. The Unfolding membership is this beautiful container. It's an intimate group of us. Um, and so anyone that identifies as women is free to join. You can cancel anytime. And um, more details to come around rest rhythms and rest, rhythms of rest and power. I'm still coming up with the name of it, but it's going to be juicy. Anyway, I'm excited to dive more into that, especially as we look at deconditioning, because the reason why so many women feel guilty is because of the conditioning around rest. Um, and it's just very interesting, you know, like I, I think it, it is more a thing with women than it is with men. And I, I don't mean to be like binary about it, like men versus women. Um, and to be truthful, like we, we're brought in a very masculine paradigm. Um, and male, masculine doesn't mean male, but the energy is a patriarch, right? And so I've heard stories, not even like this is true, like men, they will rest. They will rest and they won't feel guilty. And like there might be a whole to-do list of things that needs to get done, but a guy would be like, oh, I have space in my schedule. I'm going to go to the bar and watch a game, right? Like I want, I want to go do that. Even though there's a whole to-do list of things that need to get done. If you look at a woman, a lot of times a woman, if they have more space, suddenly something got canceled, they're not going to go um, and just rest. They're going to look at their to-do list and be like, oh, I have time. I have time to run this errand, run that errand. Like rest doesn't seem to be an errand, you know? It's more like, well, after I get my work done, I'm going to rest. We need to flip that. We need to flip that as women because it's in our rest that we get to recharge um, especially through the lens of human design, rest is so powerful for so many of us to decondition from the influences of the external and come back to ourselves. And yeah, as humans, we are meant to impact each other. We are meant to work in collaboration or in community in some way, shape, form, or another. But we need to come back to ourselves to recharge, to get our own wisdom um, so that we could be available for others energetically, but mostly for ourselves first. So we're going to totally play with this in June. Um, I'm excited for it. And uh, June is going to be an interesting month because I'm going to do my quarantine. There's going to be jet lag. Uh, there'll be travels and travels. My flight to Indonesia is crazy. It's literally a 24-hour flight trip. Um, it's going to be an interesting uh, adventure when I land in LA to get to my uh, gate for my trip over to Singapore and then from Singapore to Jakarta because I have a very, very short layover and LAX is massive. So hopefully I can make it within an hour. I mean, there's a little bit of wiggle room, but basically I have an hour to get from point A to point B 
through customs, security, all the things, to recheck in my bag, everything. So anyway, send me all the vibes. I'll keep you all posted on my journeys. If we don't already uh, connect on Instagram or Facebook, please connect. Um, I share pretty much my day-to-day on my stories. Um, so Instagram is great for that. Uh, michellewong.xo and then Facebook, Michelle Wong Catalyst. And if you are a listener and we're not connected um, and you want to friend me on Facebook, just shoot me a message because I get so many DMs uh, or I get so many Facebook requests that I don't see them on time and I don't, re- I don't accept every Facebook request that comes through. So if you let me know who you are, then obviously I will uh, friend you. Uh, what else is there? Yeah, so that's the vibe. Um, this is the final edition of the Mexico edition, <laughs> the final Mexico edition. And um, I just, it's been such an amazing journey. And uh, Playa del Carmen is an amazing place. So I definitely, this is a place that I would be more than happy to come back to. Um, yeah, so check out Mexico. What else? I think that is it for now. Um, And then stay tuned, obviously, for more adventures in Bali. Um, I'll be definitely sharing the quarantine experience, uh, probably an episode of it through the podcast, but definitely tune in real time in my stories on Instagram. And then more lessons to come for my big adventures. I will probably share a Facebook post that summarizes all of my lessons that I have gleaned. Um, And I should also say one more thing that I meant to talk about is my my beautiful mentor, Jana Kingsford, um, celebrating her because she just crossed $1 million within the year. Um, And her and I's um, relationship as coach, mentor, mentee, coachee has completed. Um, And She's still my mentor. She's still my mentor because I trained my belief ethics certification with her. It's her. It's her. It's her subconscious reprogramming program, um, and I decided to do it um, in March. So she's definitely still my mentor. And our figure six, my my time in figure six has ended. And figure six was the six month mastermind that Jana has. Um, but I did it for two times. So I did it for the first round, and then I renewed for another six months. So I worked with her for a total of a year, and it's been such a beautiful um, integration of that as well. So I will talk about um, that more to come. And this is the one coaching or mentoring mastermind experience that I've um, that I've gone through where just my connection with my mentor it's just been so beautiful you know I've I've had one-on-one coaches in the past um, but this one is different because when our time um, when you know the time of working together ended I still see her as like a beautiful friend Um, supporting her, celebrating her on the front lines, congratulating her on the socials of her, you know, of her adventures, of her dreams coming true. And so this is how it's meant to be, right? I never want, you know, as a manifester, yeah, there's this (laughs) there's the energy of the manifester in human design is historically it's like the queens and the kings so there's almost a hierarchy in the energy um and even one of my teachers in human design says that and she hires her coaches who are manifestors and she looks up to them 
so I can really appreciate that there's almost like an authority. Um, I, can, I can appreciate that. And at the same time, I'm a big believer that we are all leaders of our own lives. I believe that so deeply. And if anything, I work with a mentor because of the path that they've taken. And I want to learn about their path. And I really respect who they are and who they've become on the journey. And therefore, I trust that um, their wisdom and how they would offer me support and guidance would be in integrity and that it would feel good. But I would not personally want to hire someone because um, there's a hierarchy, right? Um, that wouldn't feel good for me. And maybe it's because I'm a manifester. I just don't like putting people on pedestals. Um, and at the same time, when I work with clients, I see us as peers. I, I, that is so important for me. And really like, yeah, you hire me, I'll give you my, my insights. I'll give you support. Ultimately, I trust you know your wisdom. And, and there's that, right? <laughs> like you are your own authority. I'm not your authority. I can't really tell you what to do. Um, maybe I can see the bigger picture. Um, and this is why you hire someone to really help guide you. But I'm really not about hierarchies. Um, I'm really around peer. So if anyone was to hire me because they see me and put me on a pedestal, then that wouldn't, I would probably not take them as a client because, um, it's like you're dating a person because you put them on a pedestal. It just, there's a, it's not even fields, right? Anyway, and with rant. All right, loves, have a beautiful start to your week or wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this. Um, have a beautiful, beautiful day, evening, night, and we'll chat soon. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And thank you in advance for sharing this with others who can benefit. Until next time.